going to James 4, something I've been thinking about recently. James chapter 4, starting in verse 13. Please hear this public reading of God's word. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Well, certainly if 2020 has taught us anything, I hope it has taught us what James 4.14 says at the beginning of that verse, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. How true is that? But I want us to focus in on the second half of verse 14 is our, in our time of confession, which says this, What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. I heard someone say it's sort of like a birthday cake with candles, and the candles get blown out, and the smoke rises and disappears. That's our life. Like the, the candle smoke that flees, or the morning mist that the sun melts away. That's our life on this earth. So there's going to be three things that I think we can draw from this. Lots more, but three things today, and I have three basic questions on, on these three things that we can draw from James 4.14. Some of you are reading a book by David Gibson called Living Life Backward. The subtitle is How Ecclesiastes Teaches Us to Live in Light of the End. So David Gibson is arguing that we should live in light of the end. We should live in light of our deaths. And if we live in light of our deaths, that would make a big difference on how we live today. Same thing. If we live in light of the fact that our life's a mist, it should change the way we live. He says this, The life you have today comes from God's hand as a gift. You have it for a short while, and one day God will call time and take it back. So it's a a miss. So what what do we learn from this then? He says this, enjoy life with your wife today, or enjoy life with your children today, or enjoy life with your friends today, enjoy life with your roommates today, enjoy life with your brothers and sisters in Christ today, because tomorrow they may be gone, or you may be gone so what does this look like to live in light of these realities that life's a gift and we should enjoy life with sort of loved ones that God's placed in our life? How, what does this look like practically? A quick illustration of this to maybe help us live this out. Our son is almost two years old. Michael, you, you guys know him. Lord willing, he'll turn two next month. It's crazy how fast time goes by. Well, our routine is we have dinner as a family together, and after dinner, we give mommy a break. So it's daddy and Michael time after dinner. Mommy gets a much-deserved break. She goes up and takes a break. And this week, we've been following that schedule. And after dinner, Michael has been going absolutely crazy. He's been filled with energy. He's usually filled with energy, but he's been unusually filled with energy this week. He's just been running around going absolutely wild. We've got this slide, a little tight slide. We've got it inside, and he's been sliding down this slide and sliding down this slide, and he's cracking up laughing, going down the slide. He's running around the slide laughing. He runs up and goes down. I'm sitting beside the slide. He runs behind me. He slaps me on the back. He's laughing. He goes down the slide, down the slide. Wednesday night, he's trying to go headfirst down this slide. Now, I think he learned this from his cousin, Micah. He saw Micah do this at the park, and he's trying to figure it out. He figured it out. He goes head first. He's saying, Micah, and he's going down head first, and he's laughing like crazy. Well, what does it look like for me to realize that this is a gift, and I should enjoy this? Well, in that moment, I need to sort of step out of that moment. I need to go to the Lord in prayer, and I need to acknowledge to him, thank you, Father. This is a gift. This laughter is a gift. My son is a gift. Help me to enjoy this moment. I need to see this as precious. Why? Because tomorrow I may be gone, or my son may be gone. So first question would be, are we taking each day as a gift? Or are we taking 
days that God gives us for granted? And are we enjoying life with loved ones, friends, brothers, and sisters in Christ? Second thing, some of you know Tim Challies, and many of you probably saw this. Tim Challies has three children. His oldest child is a son named Nick Challies. He was attending Boys College, 20 years old. He was engaged to be married next year, studying to become a pastor. He was at a local park on November the 3rd with his sister, his fiance, and friends, and he collapsed playing this game. They tried to revive him. Paramedics rushed to the scene and tried to revive him. They could not, and Nick Challies died at 20 years old. Now, he was a believer. He departed and went to be with Christ, which is far better, but Tim and his wife Eileen, their sisters, the fiancé, it has been a lot of suffering these last several weeks. They had a memorial service for Nick Challies at Boys College. It's online on YouTube. You can watch it. Powerful service. Tim and Eileen Challies both spoke, and they both cried as they spoke. Here's a portion of what Tim said about his son. He said, God called my son Nick to run only a short race. Some get 80 years, some get 90. Nick got only 20, but he ran his short race well. J.I. Packer, a man whose race was very long, once said this. Here's Packer. My contention is that we should aim to be found running the last lap of the race of our Christian life as we would say, flat out. The final sprint, so I urge, should be a sprint indeed. Charlie's ends by saying, that was my boy. He sprinted strong to the finish line. So the second thing we can learn from James 4.14 is that we should make the best use of the time. We should be running our Christian lives with endurance, the race set before us. We should not be slowing down and lagging off and being lazy. So the second question would be, are we running our Christian lives with endurance, or have we been slowing down and lagging off? Third thing, at that same memorial service, Nick Challey's childhood pastor, a man named Paul Martin, got up to speak. He took Job 1 as his text, which is a very appropriate text. Job loses all of his children. You remember the scene, and Job shaves his head, he rips his clothes, he falls on the ground, and he worships. Naked I came from my mother's womb, naked shall I return. The Lord gave, the Lord's taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. He went through those three things, but I'll focus in on the Lord gave. He said something like this. He said, the Lord gave Nick to you, Tim and Eileen, first. Then he gave Nick to his extended family, and then he gave Nick to his church, his local church family. He said Nick was a part of our local church life on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And then he gave Nick to Boyce College, and he gave Nick to his fiancée. And then he said something like this. He said, all of us were just going through life, enjoying the good that God was showing us through our brother Nick. We were texting with Nick. We were getting coffee with Nick. We were singing with Nick. We were praying with Nick. We were talking about spiritual things with Nick. We were laughing with Nick. And he said, all of this was a good gift from the Lord. Nick was a good gift from the Lord. The Lord gave us Nick. The Lord gave. And when I thought about that, I almost immediately thought this thought came to my mind. I thought, how many people has the Lord given to me that he has not taken away yet. And how grateful I should be for the people who he has given to me and he has not yet taken away. So are we viewing each day as a gift? Are we enjoying life, viewing it as precious with those he has placed in our lives? Are we running with endurance, making the best use of the time? And maybe we just can give thanks to God for a few people that pop into our heads that maybe we haven't been thankful for, who have done us great spiritual good that we could just give thanks to for briefly. I'll give you a few moments to pray. I'll close this. Let's go before the Lord in prayer.
Dear Heavenly Father, help us to live in light of the fact that our life is a mist. It's a vapor that appears for a little while, and it's gone. Father, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Father, forgive us when we've just taken days for granted. Forgive us when we have failed to enjoy life with loved ones that you have graciously placed into our lives. Father, forgive us when we have slowed down and been lazy and slackened in our Christian run and our Christian race. Help us by your grace to run with endurance the race set before us. Help us to snatch up the time, to redeem the time, to run hard, to run well our Christian lives in light of the shortness of time. And Father, help us to be grateful for the people you have graciously given to us that you haven't yet taken away. So Father, I just want to mention one person that I'm sure we're all extremely grateful for, and that person is Jerry Ediger. Father, we are so grateful for him. He has done us much spiritual good. So, Father, thank you for him. Thank you for the gift that he is to our church and for the incalculable good he has done for us. And Father, as we sing this song, I pray you'd be honored by our worship. And, Father, as Mark preaches from your word, I pray you'd help us to be attentive both to the reading of your word and to the preaching of your word. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.